0: Who doesn't want a bigger dick? Now look, I know you're thinking, "Gee, Matt, thanks." I'm in the car with my fucking family right now. Why did you just scream that out? Look, here's the thing: we're like five episodes in, so at this point, you should know better. But number two, I know what else you're thinking. You're also thinking, you know, he's right. He's right. I, I, I do want. I, I do want a bigger dick. I'm trying to help you okay i'm trying to help you out bear with me are you sick of your small dumb dick then maybe it's time to try hydraulic so check this shit out hydraulic not only is it the best non-stem pre-workout on the market but now this isn't proven i haven't tested this myself but i might you know try here in a couple days just we're gonna we're, we'll figure this out together look Arm day, you're you're working the arm, it's pushing blood to the bicep, pushing blood to the tricep, pushing blood to whatever muscle you're working. Chest day, blood gets pumped up, you get a big pump, blah, blah. blah. So I'm thinking on dick day, you know, the blood's rushing to your dick. I'm thinking that when you got hydraulic, your dick is going to fucking blow into this big, massive dick that you've never even seen before. So what I'm trying to say is, try this out. But I'm also, I'm not liable for anything that happens to you. But there is a possibility it could benefit you. There's also a possibility this could be a bad idea. Uh, Either way, Hydraulic is the best non-STEM pre-workout on the market. So if you haven't tried it yet, what the fuck are you waiting for? Go on AxeAndSledge.com, use the discount code M-B-O-L-10, and you will get 10% off your purchase of Hydraulic or any other fucking product on the website. Hey, I wanted to squeeze back in this episode real quick. Um, There is going to be a giveaway going down this week. We're giving away a bottle of Final Boss Performance, their bottle of Shield. Shield is a post-cycle supplement. It's meant to help balance out your body when you're taking shit like SARMs or steroids or anything like that. We're going to give a bottle away for free. The details are going to be announced in the next episode which is going to be all about SARMs. Uh, The previous episode I just posted was about SARMs, and I decided to switch back and repost this one because I listened to the episode again, and I just wasn't really happy with how rushed I kind of made it, so I'm going to go back and make the episode a little bit better. But I did want to let you know we're doing a giveaway this week, so make sure that you are listening Um, on the, make sure you fucking listen every day, but especially the next episode coming up, check it out so you can enter in for a chance to win that bottle of shield. And again, thank you guys for the support. What we're going to talk about, swear to God, I'm going to get to it, is RPE, RIR, rep max percentage, one rep max percentage, or just the percentage of your one rep max and calculating off of that, we're going to talk about it and, uh, what the fuck all that shit means. So... If you don't know, or maybe you do know, but you've just kind of been like me with certain things, and you nod your head up and down, like "Okay, I get it," but you really don't. We're going to talk about it, so so you understand. The first thing I want to start with are the uh, what I use for myself that I think is most beneficial, and then we'll kind of go down and go to the third point where I don't, I still use it to determine and track my progress. But um, it's not my favorite. So we're going to talk about my, my favorite first. My uh, favorite way to track my progress. Number one is with pad and pen. So all right, I'm not going to lie. It's with the notes app on my iPhone. But it's the same fucking thing, kind of. Uh, but I, I take notes. Every single week, I'm taking notes. I'm tracking my progress. It doesn't matter what split I'm doing. It doesn't matter what day it is if it doesn't matter if it's been four days since chest day or if it's been seven days since chest day when i do my next chest day i look back at my last chest day and i say okay i did 165 on incline for six reps so i'm gonna shoot for 170 for six reps or five reps or 165 for eight reps that always try to increase it by the reps or by the weights. and week by week a few days by few days it just starts you know it everything progresses up as long as i'm keeping track of it but a good way to to determine in the progress with uh where i'm at in uh in my experience has been rir and what that stands for is reps in reserve now i've actually i've done this subconsciously without realizing that like rir was even a thing and when I found out it was a thing, I was like, "Oh shit! This is actually legitimate. Like, this isn't just me like thinking about this in my head." So with with reps in reserve, what you're doing is you're determining your sets by how many reps you have left in the tank once when they're all done. So let's say, and it kind of corresponds with RPE. So I'm gonna try not to blend them because I want to make this like separate for each one so it doesn't get too confusing. Well, let's say you um, you're doing uh, what's a what's a workout. <laughs> let's say you're doing incline bench. Though I love incline bench, so you're doing incline bench, and you're just 135 on the bar. Okay, so we can do 135, work up to failure. Uh, my failure on 135 is probably going to be around 15 reps. So. If I want to do you know if if I want to do like half of of my my failure set because I'm warming up then I'm going to do about you know eight to 10 reps on that set. So that's where I kind of calculate my RIR, my reps in reserve. So based on that set and based on the goal that I have for that set that I'm doing, <clears throat> doing RIR in my head Is gonna help me know how to not hit a point that's gonna that's gonna be too much intensity or too much volume that's going to affect my next set. So let's say I do you know eight reps, a 135, I warm up, feeling a little bit of heat in my chest, that's all I want. When I go to my working set, let's say it's 155. I want to shoot for eight reps. Now with 155. I might be more around, you know, 10 to 12 for failure. So if I'm doing 8 reps, I'm thinking in my head when I hit 8, I still want to feel like I have 2 left in the tank. So if I'm having a bad day, let's say that's my mindset, do 8 reps at 155 and have 2 left in the tank when I'm done. So so I'm going to feel some strain, but I'm not going to completely like like off my set. You know, it's going to like, I'm going to feel like I can still get another two sets out after this one's done. But let's say that even though that's what I, that's what I'm focused on doing, I get to my sixth uh, rep and I feel like that I might only have two left in the tank at that point. Well, that's where I have to make note of that. And I also have to to determine in that time, in the, in that state of mind where, you know, I push that bar up on my sixth rep and I'm like, do I really have four more right now that I I can knock out? That's where you got to kind of be cautious because you don't want to injure yourself, but you also want to know your limits. So in situations like this, it's really good to not only track your reps and reserve, not only track your progress week by week in the gym, but to also track what you're doing before you get into the gym. And now I, I know I'm going off on a tangent kind of, And I'm trying to stay in my lane with what I'm talking about. But with fitness, man, there's so many things that play into each other. So I'm just going to kind of like go off course real quick because I think this can help you if you're listening to this and you find this interesting. Let's say that, you know, last week I was doing sets of eight at 155 and I know I had like two or three left in the tank. And then this week, all of a sudden, I'm doing 155 and I'm at six. I'm like, oh, I'm going to fucking re-rack this real quick so I can – you know, try this again, or at least like see what else I can do for the ne- next couple sets and not fuck myself. So, what did I do before that workout? How did I sleep before that workout? And am I working out at the same time that I did last week? I think these are three things that you need to consider aside from your actual progress. So, let's talk about sleep. I have been getting. Way better sleep lately, which is wild because my kids are waking up earlier. But because they wake up earlier, now I wake up later. I know that sounds crazy, right? Well, let me explain. I used to wake up at four in the morning, before the kids woke up, so I could sneak into the gym at five. Well, now the kids are starting to wake up around six, like five thirty, six o'clock, and uh, normally I would come home from the gym and take care of the kids. But because they're waking up earlier, my wife is like, hey, I need to sleep if I'm going to deal with them all fucking day. So if you can just like deal with it for an hour, how about you fucking stay home? So (laughs) that's the agreement we've made. And it's actually gotten to help me with my own sleep. So now that I'm sleeping more, I've also seen that my progress in the gym is better. But what else goes into that? when I say progress, I'm talking about strength and just like the energy I have. What else goes into that, though? I'm not working out first thing in the morning. I have more food in my body. I'm working on the afternoon. So I've been awake longer. I have more energy stored in my body. And I've had better sleep. So let's say that a week ago, we're going to talk about me for example. Let's say a week ago, I worked out at 5 in the morning. And uh, scratch that. Let's say a week ago, I I worked out at two in the afternoon. I had a great pre-workout meal, carbs it digested super quick. I had a great breakfast. I even had a snack somewhere in between that throughout the day. Get my workout in, knocking out that one fifty-five for eight, no problem. Next week, I'm working out a little bit earlier. I didn't get the same amount of sleep and maybe I haven't even had lunch yet. So my pre-workout meal was like a small snack after my breakfast. These little things, I feel like I've really like rambled off with this. I'm sorry if that was prolonged, but these little things play into each other so fucking much more than I think a lot of people realize that it's not that you're getting weaker. It's that you're just a little bit weaker that day because of the way you've set yourself up. You've kind of set yourself up to fail in a, in a sense. And that's also why I don't think that splits are a great idea because if something happens, one day that's on the day that you told yourself I need to do chest. You know, if you have a really like specific goal to meet on a day that you're working out and you're just, your balance with your actual life is going to set you up to not perform that goal, then fucking alternate. Like don't feel like you have to still do that. And, and you know, I'm, I'm speaking from, from what I've done in the past that I feel like has fucked me up is that I've been so stuck on a split before where I'm like, man, I have to deadlift today, but I feel like shit. And my back is feeling kind of tight. I slept weird. I haven't eaten, but by golly gee whiz, it's deadlifting day. So I gotta fucking do it. Like you, you don't have to switch it up You're, your body is not going to crash on you if you do arm. If you fuck it, if you do arms instead of back, if you do shoulders instead of chest, if you do legs at all, your body doesn't care as long as you're doing something, right? So, um, once again, man, me and my ADD self just got so fucking sidetracked. What am I even talking about? Reps in reserve. Reps in reserve. I prefer that. It helps me keep on track better. It helps me kind of understand where I need to stop, what my goals need to be. You know, If I write down in my notes that I've done eight reps at 155, I know that that probably means that I would have maxed out around 10 or 12. It's just, I like that mentality thinking that way. But let's go into, um, man, we're already past 12 minutes. I am rambling so much in this episode. I hope that you guys enjoy it because <laughs> I don't know how this is going to sound. Let's go into the one rep max. And I'm going to kind of fly through both of these, but still give you as much info as I can without prolonging. One rep max. That's what I used when I first started working out because there are so many calculators online that you can use to determine what not only your one rep max is, but what percentage of reps you can get based on that one rep max. So I will tell you the calculator I use to this day to determine what my workout should look like and where my progress should be for my weight. Uh, symmetric strength. So you can go on symmetric, symmetricstrength.com. I'll spell it out for you because if it was me listening, I wouldn't fucking know how to spell it. Symmetric strength. I'll let you guess that one. Actually, I'll put the link in the dis in the um the link's going to be in the the description. And you guys can check that out. I love this. I I think that this is the best tracker there is. There's plenty. If you just go on Google and type in 1RM calculator, you'll find a shit ton. But this is my favorite. It breaks down a lot of different lifts. It breaks down by rep, by pounds, by body weight. Um, It's very simple to use. I love it. So what I like to do here is I actually have it open. So I'm going to walk you through it real quick. Find your strength standards. So I'm going to put my body weight as 175. Remember how I said I, was, I capped out at 183? I've already dropped back down around 175 this morning. That's my fasted. All right, 176. 175.6. If I have to round it up, 176, whatever. Fuck you. I'm saying 175. But um we're we're on the right path. Um that's my fasted weight, by the way. So my walking weight, which is which is what I normally like actually go off of, is around like 178, probably still. But we're still making progress. Anyways. <laughs> God, I ramble so fucking bad. So there is a section on this website called strength standards. And you would type in, if you're male, your body weight, your age is optional. View strength standards and scroll down. There's an option to see one rep max. And you round it to the nearest five pounds. So let's say, we're just going to keep talking about incline bench today. Um... You can look at all these lifts. They have the squat, front squat, deadlift, sumo, deadlift, power clean, bench, incline bench, dumb hell. hell. (laughs) There's not even... I'm looking at dip, and I said dumb hell. What? Um, But let's look at the incline. So it shows you an untrained average, a novice average, intermediate, proficient... This is why I like, too. They have a proficient average and an advanced average. I feel like a lot of these calculators can really, like, fuck your mentality up because they go from intermediate to advanced, and there's always such a huge gap in between. So this uh, this app actually has Proficient, which is pretty cool. So the one rep max for incline bench as an intermediate lifter is 165. Sweet! I'm beating that. So that means I'm a little bit over my intermediate phase on that lift. And this is how I determine what type of experience I have with my lifting. A lot of people, which I'm going to make an episode on this too, but, and I'll probably talk about this uh, website on there as well. A lot of people wonder, am I a novice lifter? Am I intermediate? Am I considered advanced? Well, find these calculators because they'll pretty much tell you the average and base that average on, you know, how experienced you are with lifting. But what I like to do here is where it says rep maxes, you can press on one rep max and you can search up all the way from 1 to 10 rep maxes. So I like to keep my range around 8 right now. So let's see an 8 rep max at the incline bench for intermediate. Get this. You might be listening to this. This might blow your mind. The average for an intermediate lifter incline bench for 8 reps is only 130 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so don't let these fucking Instagram videos trick you into thinking that you're not doing good enough, man. This is the average lifter, okay? People, the majority of people in this world don't even fucking lift. They're lazy and they're all excited about these 3D Doritos, okay? You're doing pretty fucking good. The average for eight reps is only 130. That's less than a plate on each side. That's wild. Let's look at the regular bench. Regular bench for eight reps is only 155, and this is for a 175-pound male. Come on, man. You're probably doing a lot better than you think you are. Uh, proficient is 160, and that's that's right about where I'm at right now. So I, I can consider myself with the incline bench a proficient lifter, but here's what's funny. Proficient on flat bench is 195. Bro, I suck dick on flat bench. 195 is like my three rep max. So what I'm doing right now is rambling (laughs) once again. Goddamn. But I think it is good for you guys to hear this if you're starting off, if you don't know where you're at, because check this out. When I talk to you about my incline bench, I'm creeping up into an advanced level for my body weight based on the all around average. But if I look at the flat bench, dude, like, what? Well, what's the three rep max on flat bench? Let's see that for my body weight. Three rep max is going to be <laughs> for proficient 230. I am nowhere near that for intermediate 185. Okay, so I have my, my five rep max on flat bench is 185. So um, I'm still in the inter- intermediate, but it's just, it, it does not even compare to my incline. And don't even get me started on the fucking squats, man. Let's see what the uh, 8 rep max is on a back squat. For an intermediate lifter, is 210. Yeah, I'm not getting 8 reps on 210 right now. My squat is fucking dick. I just did... I'm not going to lie, guys. I just did 175 uh, on back squat on the Smith machine. And that shit had me feeling woozy. (laughs) My back squat's terrible. But... I'm pushing six plates on the vertical leg press for like 15 to 20 reps. So you can't, it's so hard to like think that you are a certain type of lifter based on your all around performance, because we're all better at certain like specific workouts. You know, just because my incline bench is pretty fucking good for my, for my weight doesn't mean that I am an all around proficient lifter. There's plenty of lifts that I need to like, you know, focus on. But do I like doing incline better than I do squats? Fuck yeah. Do I still do pretty well with other leg workouts? And I see like the development, the the development that I want? Fuck yeah. So I'm not going to fret over it too much because my biggest goal is not only to get better in the gym and get stronger, but also enjoy what I'm fucking doing. So just keep that in mind, guys. Don't don't fret too much over the one rep max stuff. Uh, just, you know, it's great to pull out these calculators so you can track right where you're at. But don't let it make you feel like you you aren't doing good enough. I, I'm sure if you're in the gym four to five days a week, busting your ass and eating well, the progress is going to come and you're doing everything you need to fucking do right now. Last but not least, we're going to talk about RPE. i will make it really, really quick. RPE is rate per exhaustion. So it's very similar to RIR. But instead of tracking it by how many reps you have left in the tank, it's more like how many reps you think you could have pushed, which is pretty much the same thing. And this is why I don't prefer RPE over RIR. Because I just feel like it's like the generic RIR. It's like the off brand. It's like the great value of RIR. Like What does it matter how many reps I feel like I could have gotten? Why don't I just fucking like, if I know, then I know. But pretty much RPE, they go from, it's a scale of 1 to 10, but I mean, whatever really matters is just between a scale of, I'd say, 6 to 10. So if you do, if you're doing heavy squats and you do 4 reps at 315, and you re-rack that shit, and you feel like that you could not get a fifth rep out, like your your goal was five reps, for instance, but at that fourth one, you're like, dude, no, I cannot fucking get that fifth, that fifth one. There's no way. But you re-racked it still. We're going to call that an RPE of 9.5. Maybe a 9, depending on how quick it did come up, but probably a 9.5. Now, if you had the pins out, and you try to re-rack it, and you just drop down, your body gave out. That's what's called going to failure. So now you hit an RPE of 10. That was your max, 100% your max. And that's where people get kind of mixed up with what failure is. Failure isn't when you feel like you don't want to lift anymore. When you feel like it's getting too heavy. Failure is when you fucking crash and burn. So when you think you've hit failure, most of the times we have about three or four reps left in the tank. It's just going to hurt like hell. So, aside from that most people when they're lifting we're sticking around an rpe of 7.5 to 8 and that's equivalent to leaving about a rep or two in the tank which is based on what you know RAR is looking at so that's i'm not gonna keep explaining rpe other than that because that's pretty much what it is i will say there are some people that will do like a set and be like that was an rp of six and at that point it's like motherfucker do more reps. <laughs> like that was a weight. That was a warm up set. What the fuck? What? No. So um, I think that's kind of silly. But anyways, guys, uh, this episode is over 30 minutes now. I try to keep these around 25. So I'm going to go ahead and cut this one off. I appreciate you guys listening. I really appreciate the support you guys have given. I want to give a shout out real quick. Um, Big Cheese 0412 brother sister i'm gonna say brother because i don't know how many women are calling themselves big cheese dude thank you so fucking much you have given me the first written review on apple um thank you so fucking much for that man i really appreciate it i'm happy that you've enjoyed the episodes and the content so far i hope you keep following along i hope you've listened this far and you haven't been like man this guy fucking rambles his ass off Thank you so much, man, uh, and the reviews are going up, it looks like, a little bit, so all the support, guys, I appreciate it so much. Remember, myself and Final Boss, we're looking at doing something for you guys, so either the next episode or the episode after that, I'm going to announce what that's going to be, but um, we just want to show appreciation because I was totally unaware that you know you guys were really going this this in with final boss and it's it's one of those things, you know, I'll talk about this and I'll be done. This isn't about fitness. So if you just want, if you're just here for the fitness, you can tune off, you know, but this is about just people trying to do things that you're afraid to do based on what you think other people are going to think. This podcast has been up for five months. I have seven ratings, five out of five, which is great. One review. I know I see a lot of people want to start this kind of stuff, And they feel like if they don't have 50 reviews or a shit ton of like attention that they can show that they're embarrassed to like even tell people they're doing it because it looks like they're not doing enough. You know what I mean? So I know I'm guilty of it. If I'm looking at like new podcast or something new on Apple and I see a show that doesn't have any any reviews or maybe just like two reviews or something... I'm going to think that it's not that big of a deal. I'm going to think that it's, oh, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's, that's just the first human response I have in my brain. But you don't know the work that person's putting in. You don't know the quality that person's putting in. Because everyone starts from something or from somewhere. And this isn't just about podcasts. I'm relating with podcasts because I'm doing a fucking podcast right now. This is about working out. This is about your job. This is about fucking everything. Like, you start from nothing. You have to start from nothing to become something if you start from something you're not going to learn what it took to get there some people have that blessing but that's also a curse because if they lose everything they don't know how the fuck to get it back so you have to start from nothing and it's just it's just really cool man because like even when i look at what i've done i just would have not thought that i'm getting the response on the back end that i've gotten so again i appreciate the support. I appreciate you guys supporting final boss and keep in mind, man, ax and sledge is fucking fantastic as well. So go check them out too. AxeandSledge.com. The discount code is M B O L 10. Look, I, I can't really fuck with stimulants anymore. Like they really just, my body's kind of had enough of it. So that's why I really love their products like hydraulic demo day. And, um, I, I kind of swear by them. They're great. So check that stuff out. But again, thank you guys for listening. I'm a tune out. It's been, uh, Bit of a long episode here, a bit long winded. But you guys have a great day and uh, check back soon. Check back soon. We're going to talk about what we got going on for you guys with Final Boss. So thank you for listening. Leave a review if you're on Apple. I appreciate it as always. Y'all take care.